make sure you have two blankets, two blocks, a strap, a bolster, and a lacrosse ball. Good morning. Happy Sunday morning. Yeah. Let's sit on a block in a wide horizontal position, so it's like that, underneath the two sit bones. When you put your sit bones onto the block, take the flesh away from the sit bones and don't sit on the thigh bones, sit only on the sit bones. And it's almost as if your sit bones are a little bit catching the front edge of the block. <coughs> so the, this feels a little like nobody's. <laughs> And we were trying to make three rows, <laughs> which you asked for. <laughs> I, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I was just going to ask because everything has energy. If we could like kind of try and balance out a little bit, <laughs> I can move over. <laughs> so, it's the holiday week, so a lot of people are away. I know, the holiday week feels a little fun, because then we get to have a little vacation from all the time. So feel the groundedness of your sit bones, and the action of the legs is that they're not just kind of just slumped out doing nothing, they're actually, there's action in the legs. So if, um, if this is really tight for your knees or your ankle joint, then sit up on two blocks stacked up like this, but in a wide horizontal position. So you have a broader base of support. And then take the shoulder blades and just roll them up and around and just feel the, the way the shoulder blades slide around on the back. And back to the action of the legs. So you can tighten up a little bit behind the kneecaps and draw the inner ankles towards the midline. And this helps the toes to point straight back. And then see if you can get your head so that it's stacked up on top of your pelvis. And the chin does not jut out over the chest. Press your thigh bones down physically with the heel of the hand right at the hip crease. Take a few breaths in, a few breaths out. Bring the palms to the heart center. So when we bring our voice into an ohm, see if you can sound out each syllable, the A, the U, the M. And so you open the mouth on the ah, you purse the lips slightly on the ooh, and you bring the lips together on the mmm, so that you actually can sense and feel the vibration of each syllable in your body, and take it from the groundedness of your legs all the way to the top of your head. So we'll take a cleansing breath first, inhale, And three ohms together. Uh... 
sitting in the vibration of the full body om. One of my teachers says, the whole universe is in the om. Set your intention from what's inside your heart, your deepest heart's desire. Something personal to you. And then release the hands and open the eyes. So we're going to start with a little bit of chest opening. Um, so the setup, I don't usually do this, but the setup can be, so you guys can see where the blocks go. You're going to leave a little gap between these two blocks, and then your shoulder blades will be flat here on the surface of the flat block. Shoulder blades flat on the flat block. And then the next block is one tier up. So this is not Shavasana legs. <laughs> so turn yourself around so that your feet face towards the front of the room, please. I'm facing you, you're facing me. And then take your hand around the back of your head and just look down the center <clears throat> line of your body. And then reestablish, okay, this is center, I'm evenly directed, right side, left side, evenly resting on the floor. And I'm just creating balance, right side, left side, just establish that. So you might notice you might lean a little more to the right or the left and see if you can just make any subtle adjustments to get even there. And then holding the head and the hands, looking down the center line of the body, then pull the back of the head back until you find the second block right behind the back of your head. And this should tilt your chin down just slightly. And then bring the arms directly up like you're a, a little bit like a robot here. And then the palms face toward the center line and keep the hands active. And just establish right shoulder blade, left shoulder blade, evenly connecting with the block. And then bring the arms into a cactus position. Don't let the elbows drop below the line of the shoulder. So you're gonna have to work in the shoulder joint to do that. And then reach the arms overhead, but don't let the arms drop below the line of the ear. Usually the ear and the shoulder are around the same height. And then bring the arms back to cactus, and then back up to robot, and then back to cactus, and then back overhead, Urdhva Hastasana arms. I know some of you might not know what Urdhva Hastasana arms mean, but Urdhva means arms, or Urdhva means up, and Hasta means arms, Urdhva Hastasana. And then go from cactus to Urdhva Hastasana. Inhale as you reach the arms overhead. Exhale as you make cactus arms. So this time just arms overhead, reaching towards the door you walked in through. And then cactus arms. Remember, don't let the arms drop below the line of the shoulders. So really working the shoulder joint. Inhale, reach. Exhale, bend the elbows. Inhale, reach. Exhale, bend the elbows. 
And then it should get easier and easier to sink the breath up with this movement. Inhale, reach the arms overhead. Keep the hands sharp like a knife and the elbows uh, also sharpen up the elbows. A couple more times, keeping this repetition going. So whenever you're conditioning your shoulder joint, you're actually conditioning your respiratory system as well. Kidney one is a great point to hit every, every day. It's called the wellspring of 
life, and then open and close your toes. Make a fist with your toes, open and close. And then what, where's the breath? So anytime we open up these meridians, these energy channels, it's always good to use a breath, a deliberate breath with that. Practice area. Come 
guys have at home practice area, but th these are good tools to have, and then you can put them inside a sock and use them for trigger point therapy along the spine. I was gonna do that today, but somebody undid all the sock setups. <laughs> it's just too much to try and set it all up. So we're just gonna do this ball work, and then we're gonna move on to feel our feet in Tadasana. Stand at the top of your mat in Tadasana. Oh, wow. New bottoms of feet. So when you stand in Tadasana, whether you stand with your feet all the way together, I always suggest that feet don't go all the way together because nine times out of ten, the knees will meet before the feet would meet or the ankles would meet. And then that would push one leg forward or one leg back. So just a little bit of space between the feet is, is a good idea. Lift all ten toes and feel under. Now really emphasize the pressure under the ball of the big toe, the ball of the little toe. And then find that you can access the inner corner of your heel and the outer corner of your heel. Four corners of the feet with the toes lifted and that lifts all the arches of the feet. We have vertical arches and horizontal arches in the bottoms of our feet. And then put the toes back down then lift the toes up, and put the toes back down, lift the toes up, put the toes back down, and then take the, the right foot and tuck the toes under, and just roll the knuckles. I forgot this is another part of the foot opening sequence that I like to bring in. This could, you know, if you have any arthritis going on in the toes, just be gentle, don't too much. And then can you just keep the little piggies in and pop the big toe out? <laughs> I have to take your socks off for that one. <laughs> and then this one's really fun. Can you roll over the big piggy and then pop the other little piggies out? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that might create a little cramping in your foot. Just shake it out if that's what's needed. And then other foot. And then tuck the toes under. Roll. Roll from the big knuckle of the front of the foot to the little knuckle. Pop, pop, pop all along the way.
okay just for a moment. Walk on the inner edges of your feet because pronated feet is, is probably the worst condition you can deal with. That means your ankles are giving up. You want your ankles to stay working for you. It means you don't have any conditioning on the inside of your foot, so doing this helps. Yeah, oh, okay, so this is good. Okay, thank you. Pulse between the two. 
between Virgo Hastasana and Chair Pose. So hold the Chair Pose for a breath or two, and then inhale, come up, and then exhale, sit back. Take your breath just a little slower for this one. Inhale, stand up. <coughs> Squeeze the blocks. Are you, are you losing the block between the calves? The one on the inner thighs is going to stay, but the calves is where you start to feel the, I don't want to say you start to feel the, but what gets revealed is the imbalance of the inner line of the leg on one side. Inhale as you're long and lifted and reaching up, and then exhale. This is my sneaky way of getting you to do a few squats. I used to be a fitness instructor. <laughs> but if you sit the butt back and you use the strength of your whole spine, the long muscles that kind of braid around the whole spine all the way up, it will support you. Keep the hands strong and sharp. And then come forward. Forward fold. Squeeze the blocks, lose the strap. And then bring your fingertips to the floor, Ardha Uttanasana, or bring your hands to your shins, Ardha Uttanasana. Let's do that instead. There's just a little bit more space and length there. Don't push your kneecaps back, but lift your kneecaps up, squeeze the blocks, and draw the top chest forward. And this is really fun. You're gonna walk your legs back, but don't lose the blocks and go into a downward dog with the blocks still there. Inhale forward to a high plank. Don't let the hips go past the line of the shoulders. So don't let the hips drop. And then press back to downward facing dog. Similarly, we're going to pulse here. Slow breath as you inhale forward to a high plank. And then exhale to downward facing dog. So there's a slight pause between the inhale and the exhale. Inhale forward, hold, pause. Exhale back. Hold, pause. Inhale forward. Hold, pause. Exhale back. And then bring your knees to the floor. Take the blocks out and put your blocks back at the top of your mat. blanket under your knees. So we have two blankets. Maybe you didn't get the memo to get two blankets, but if you didn't, go grab another one. And then take your other blanket. You know how you got it out of the, the stack 
position, and then take it and go, put your hands in front of your knees on the blanket, and then roll it really tightly. Roll it really tightly in the center, right where your knees are, because that's where it's going to go. It's going to go behind your knee. So that tight area, you cinch it right up behind the knee capsule. And then sit back and say, oh, hi, calves. So this is also part of the foot. Your calves are part of your foot because all the muscles of your calves go down into the Achilles tendon and then go down under and touch to the heel counter. And then <laughs> you can say, ah, or <laughs> and then roll muscles a little bit. Big breath out. Back just slightly. Don't get it. Don't let it get out of here. 
body's way of trying to get out of the action or the stretch. I don't want to say go aggressively towards it, but you gotta, you gotta kind of have to go after these things. And then place the sole of the foot on the floor and just rock back and forth. Oiling your machine. Forward and back. Feel the sole of the foot up. And now walk your blocks forward so they come on either side of your front foot. Tuck your back toes under, lift your left heel. Sole of the right foot is flat on the floor. Arms are stacked, so put the blocks directly under your shoulders. And then draw your top chest forward through your upper arm bones. And then the back leg is working, so don't let the left hip sink. Lift the left heel. Strengthen the back leg. And then start to bend and straighten the front knee. Track the right knee to the second toe. And don't let it go past the line of the ankle. So it just goes straight to 90 degrees and then back to straight. And lift the kneecap as you straighten the leg. And then can you peel the sole of the foot up again? As you forward and back. Rocking lunge with the sole of the foot peeling up. Hold the leg at 90 degrees. Bring your right hand to your right thigh. Right hand comes to the right thigh. And then reach your left arm across the midline. So now the left leg has to really work to hold your stance. Because you're, most of the balancing is happening in the front part of the body. But get the back body to hold it and stabilize it. And then hook your right left elbow onto the outer right knee. Face the garden wall twist. The other variation is you can bring the knee back to the floor and take it with a knee down twist. I'm going to get up. You guys stay. Push your palms together towards your inner line of your chest and stack your shoulder blades. Lift your right elbow point and press more firmly into the outer left arm. So you lengthen in the outer shoulder blades. 
Press into the inner line of the hand. Good. Two knees to the floor. Step the left foot forward. Bring the blocks back. And then slide the left heel forward. Slide the left heel forward. And then before we start internally and externally rotating the, the left hip, see if we can pull the left hip towards the right hip just a little bit. So it's almost like you're compacting your outer hips or you're drawing your sit bones towards the midline. And then external rotation in the left hip socket. And hold. Hold external rotation until you feel like it's drawing in and feels solid. Use the blocks under your hands in such a way that it helps your torso stay more upright. And don't let your head and your chest drop down and round down. Keep your chest lifted, spine long, long, strong torso. And now internal, external. Just bringing more fluid to the ball and socket joint of your left hip. We have a happy, if we have happy hips, we can have a happy heart. <laughs> I mean, how many times have you been, at, been cruising around and your hips are just killing you and you're like, oh, it's just kind of ruling your whole day. So happy hips, happy hearts. Keep your chest lifted, keep your happy heart shining right and then place the foot on the floor and rock peeling the sole of the foot up as you rock back to straighten your left knee track your left knee to your second toe and don't let it move past the line of your ankle so you direct the knee to track with the second toe. When you can track your knee to the second toe, it's safe. It keeps your knee in a safe track. Alright, now walk your blocks forward on either side of your left foot. Tuck your right toes under, lift your right knee. Some of you might keep your right knee to the floor and that's fine. You can do this twist with your knee down or you can bring your knee up. If your knee is up, energize the back leg. Don't let the right hip capsize to the right. So what I mean by that, so look at me. So this would be the, the hip capsizing. So that's like no energy in the right hip. Lift the right heel to get more energy in the back leg. It lifts your whole pose. And then as you push out and lift through the back heel, draw your top chest forward. And then start to bend and straighten the front leg. Bend and straighten the front leg. A few times with the sole of the foot planted. And then peel the sole of the foot up. Peel the sole of the foot up.
And then keep a long, strong lunge. Bring your left hand to your left thigh and reach your right arm across towards the corner of the left corner of your mat. So you're reaching for your twist already. Lengthen through the right side body and then hook the right elbow onto the outer left thigh. So pull, put the palms together between the heart center. Stack the shoulder blades. And then don't lose the back leg. Lift the back leg in such a way that the heel stays reaching back. And the hip does not capsize. Good. Releasing two hands to the floor on either side of the front foot. And then step the left foot back, downward facing dog, hold the blanket, place it off to the side. Inhale forward, high plank. Lower down the knees, the chest, the chin to the floor in a cricket shape pose. Elbows pointing back. Keep the toes tucked under. And then slide through and become the snake. Bring the legs all the way together. Press the top of the toenails into the floor. Palms alongside the chest. Lift the chest. Pull the elbow points straight back. Press the toenails down. Legs are active. And then lower the chest and the head on the same level. Inhale, lift the chest. Lower down. So don't let the head bob up and down, but keep the head in line with the spine. So a little pulse and baby cobra. And then push back to puppy pose. So don't go all the way to child's pose, even though I know you want to. <laughs> don't go there. Just a puppy pose, so you send the hips back, lengthen in the lower back, keep your gaze between your hands just for a moment, and then walk your hands to the right side edge of your mat. Reaching left side body long. Walk your hands to the second side. Don't let your hips sink all the way down. Keep the puppy pose hips lifted, lengthening in the right side body. Back to center, downward facing dog. Inhale the right leg to the sky. Keep the hips square with the right heel evenly reaching out, same line as the right hand. Press more firmly into your right hand, reach through your right heel, and then bring your right knee into your chest and come into a high plank. And then bring your right foot back. Reach the heel a little higher. Bring the knee across the midline towards the left elbow. 
and reach the right leg back. Inhale forward, right knee comes to the right elbow. And then reach back. Inhale, step the right foot forward. And then step the back foot in until the heel easily reaches the floor. Take your blocks on either side of the right foot again. And reach the top chest forward, lengthen the spine, straighten the right knee. So the heel is to the floor on the back foot. So step the foot in until the heel actually touches the floor and then drive the outer corner of the left heel down. Pull the right hip back. Lift the top chest forward. From the groundedness of your two feet, your Tadasana feet, your stable, strong feet, inhale, bring your hands to your hips, inhale, your torso upright. Reach your left arm straight up. And then make your hand sharp like a knife. This is called the Kali Mudra. And then the other hand is in Kali Mudra with the elbow bent holding the vessel. So in uh, Nubia's book, she said the hand holding the vessel is the vessel full of the blood of all the heads that were chopped off, that Kali chopped off. It's kind of, kind of bloody and morbid thought at this time of the day or just any time. This is the Kali Mudra. But she's defending all of her loved ones. Bring your hands to your hips. Exhale as you come forward, hold flat back. Lift your right knee flat. Pull your right hip crease back into the hip socket. Inhale the torso upright. Exhale as you come forward. Try not to spill out from your lower rib cage. So this is our container, and we want to contain our energy. Inhale the torso upright. So if you think of it in terms of that, just preserving your energy in that way, not spilling out. And then take your two blocks now and stack them on the inside of your right foot. One goes in the flat position and one goes in the tall position. Put your left palm on the block. Take your right hand and Rotate the flesh of your right thigh externally. So take your whole hand and grab the flesh and externally rotate, but tighten up the right kneecap. So this is gonna bring your inner thighs towards the midline, and your pelvis is gonna twist a little bit, but with the strength of your two legs. So don't lose the back heel grounded. And then stack your shoulders up and face towards the garden wall, arm up, revolve triangle. Breath in, breath out. So has the weight of your pose fallen into the block? See if you can push down into the block and get more lift in your whole pose from that action. Breathe in, breathe out. Steady your breath. 
Sharpen your hand. Where's your colleague sword? And then exhale as you bring the hand back down. Place the blocks, one side and then the other. So they're there for you and ready. Make your way to down dog. Inhale forward, high plank, lower all the way to your belly. Bring the two legs together and form a little snake tail. There's your Bhujangasana tail, but we're going to turn this into Shalabhasana. Interlace the hands behind the back. And draw your knuckles towards your inner heels. Squeeze your legs together. Peel your top chest up. Peel your toes away from the floor. Breathe. See if you can bring your palms together and reach your knuckles towards your heels. Bring your arms into more external rotation. And then lower down, back to down. Inhale, bring the left leg to the side. Keep the hips square. Inhale, forward, high plank. As you draw the knee towards the midline, squeeze the knee into the chest. And then send the leg back, exhale. Inhale forward, bring the knee across the midline. And then back. And then bring the knee to the left elbow. And then back. Inhale, then step the left foot forward between your hands. Bring your blocks in on either side of your front foot. And then step your back foot until the heel easily reaches the floor. And then move your left foot, foot slightly to the left, and your right foot slightly to the right. So if you have longer legs, don't be in too short of a stance because it won't do you any good. But have your heel grounded. So there's that, just the Goldilocks theory. It's not too much, it's not too little, but it's just right that you can find your effort. And then square your hips off, pull your left hip crease back, draw your top chest forward, and drive the outer corner of your right heel to the floor. From the groundedness of your legs, inhale the torso upright. Inhale the right arm straight up. And then left hand is holding the vessel. Ground through the feet, lift the kneecaps on both legs, strong legs. Two hands to the hips. Exhale as you come forward, strong legs to the flat back. Inhale, torso up. Come forward to a flat back. 
long, and this time place your palm on your sacrum. So place your left palm on your sacrum and turn your shoulders towards the tara wall. Turn your shoulders towards the tara wall. And then squeeze your inner left thigh towards your inner right thigh. Your pelvis is going to turn a little bit, let it. And then feel the twist originating from behind, it's like right at the center of the spine. And then grow the left arm up for a ball triangle. Press the right hand down, lift the left fingertips higher. Ground through the feet, tighten up the legs.
side of the strap. And then your bolster doesn't go across and sit on the strap, but it comes right flush to the right side edge of your mat. You'll put your left knee on the bolster, your hands on the block, and the sole of your right foot on the strap. So everything has to be off a little to the right side edge. Bring your left knee a little closer to the right edge. Yeah. And then the two blocks on either side. And then slide. Your blocks move around, this is a great thing. Right? Your blocks are like, oh, okay, so I can walk around with my blocks. And then slide your heel forward, feel the sole of your foot up, and the, and the strap slides on the wood. The strap slides on the wood. And then straighten your right knee, and here's the trick. Pull the right sit bone towards the left sit bone so you cinch up the hips a little bit.
your bolster. Bring your hands behind you. Do a little restorative. Tuck your pelvis under, lay your pelvis on the bolster. Bring yourself down to your elbows. And then the shoulders come down. Uh, Roll your upper arm bones out. Let your back of your hands rest on the wood. Your feet are on the floor, hip width distance apart. And keep surrendering the weight of the pelvis onto the bolster. way to get a little twist with some traction. So feel your hips on the bolster and then just lift your hips enough that you can slide your hips really far to the left side but don't move your feet. Slide your hips to the left side of the bolster. So really slide your hips over. And you're going to make a little croissant shape with your body. So now your shoulders and your hips are on the same line but your hips are, I mean your shoulder and your feet are on the same line and your hips are off to the left, and then bring your knees to your chest, and then roll your knees to the right. Take your right hand on the outside of your left knee thigh, and keep your left arm on the floor and look out over your left shoulder. So your right hand is on the outside of your left knee.
Inhale, the knees back up to center. Place the feet on the floor. <coughs> Lift the hips. And this time, crawl your shoulders. Uh, actually, just roll to your right side and come up. Roll to your right side, come on up. Place your blocks together long ways. And put a blanket over the blocks. Slide the bolster close to the block and blanket set up. And the other blanket goes behind the head. Fold the blanket behind the head so that the folded edge supports the curve of your neck. And then your heels rest on the, the blocks that have the blanket folded on top of it. And then once you get your head down, just take that folded edge of the blanket and just give it a tiny little tucked fold so that it kind of pushes into the curve of your neck. Roll the upper arm bones out, and the palms face up on the wood. whatsoever on every exhale surrendering and softening the weight of the bones to the earth
skin across your forehead and your entire skull lets go. Take a longer and slightly deeper inhale from the bottoms of your feet all the way to the top of your head. Feel your belly rise. And as you exhale, open the mouth and let out a breath, a yawn, a stretch like you're just waking up. softness and the ease of your attention, of your body, with your mind.
take a single om together.